G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. You know what I've noticed? It's awfully easy to lose our way in life. We each have this God-given gift or ability and we head off into life with a dream for using it. And then the cares of the world take over and all of a sudden we're off on the wrong track. How do you get focused? How, How do we get our lives back on track? I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to A Different Perspective as we continue with the next message in this series called Rekindling the Flame. One of the people with whom I have been greatly blessed in my life is my good friend and mentor, Graham. Graham would be 20-odd years older than me, I guess. We first met when he was a lieutenant colonel in the army and I was a brash young captain. We hit it off and within a few years, he and I and a couple of other ex-military sorts were involved as partners in a management and IT consulting firm. So for almost two decades, I worked with Graham and benefited so much from his wisdom and his insight To this day, he is seriously one of the wisest men that I have ever met, and if you're a regular listener to this program, much of the wisdom that I'm able to share with you came to me through my friendship with Graham. Sadly, mentorship is something of a lost art these days, at least in the Western world. And here I am now in my 50s, and and as I reflect on life, I realise that none of us can do it all on our own. We need to be surrounded by wisdom from somewhere else. When the going gets tough and when we're tempted to race off in this direction or that direction, having some wise, trusted counsellors close by, well, you just can't put a price on that. You just can't. And as we continue our look today at rekindling the gift that God has placed within each one of us, I'd really like to chat about that with you some more. Because when the going gets tough and when we're tempted to pull off the path that God prepared for us to use our God-given gifts for His glory, then right there in that place, we need some good advice. If you were with me yesterday on the program, you'll recall that we again looked at this whole thing of rekindling the gift that lies within, rekindling the flame, rekindling our dreams through the Apostle Paul's second letter to Timothy, his young protege. And the thing that Paul talked a lot about was the adversity that Tim was facing. Let's have another listen. 2 Timothy chapter 3, beginning at verse 1. You must understand this, that in the last days, distressing times are going to come because people are going to be lovers of themselves, lovers of money. Boasters, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, inhuman, implacable, slanderers, profligates, brutes, haters of good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of money, holding to the outward form of godliness but denying its power. Look, avoid them, for among them are those who make their way into households and captivate silly women, overwhelmed by their sins and swayed by all their desires, who are always being instructed but can never arrive at a knowledge of the truth. What a list. I mean, it's pretty ugly stuff, I think you'd agree. We don't expect to find those people in our churches or our families or our work colleagues or amongst our friends, but they are definitely there. 
people who want to stand in our way, people who want to tell us that we're not really that gifted, people who will do absolutely anything to stop us from living out our God-given gifting as a leader or a teacher or an encourager or, or however it is that God has made each one of us. And it's because of this brutal reality that Paul says to Timothy, look, for this reason, I remind you to rekindle the gift, the gift of God that is within you through the laying on of my hands. Because God doesn't want us to stop using the gift that he's given us. Well, all good in theory. But when we're in the heat of the battle, when when the emotion and the exhaustion and the misinformation, when the, the fog of war envelops us, How do we stay on track? What what do we need to do to maintain the course that the Lord our God has set for us? Well, that's the question that Paul now goes on to answer for Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 3, beginning at verse 10. He says, look, you've observed my teaching, my conduct, my aim in life, my, my faith, my patience, my love, my steadfastness, my persecutions and suffering, the things that happened to me in Antioch and Iconium and Lystra, What persecutions I endured, yet the Lord rescued me from them all. Indeed, all who want to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, but wicked people and impostors will go from bad to worse, deceiving others and being deceived. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and firmly believed, knowing from whom you have learnt it, and how from childhood you have known the sacred writings that are able to instruct you for salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. All scripture is inspired by God. It's useful for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that everyone who belongs to God may be proficient and equipped for every good work. Well, it goes back to what I was saying earlier about having a mentor. And in this case, the first thing that Paul says to his protege Timothy is, look, Tim, I know it's tough, but remember me. Remember your mentor. Remember the things that you saw me doing through the trials and the persecutions. Trials and persecutions, by the way, that you too are going to have to travel through at some time. Tim, follow my example. And as I look around and look back on my journey, God has put some people like that in my life. Graham, of course, whom I mentioned earlier. Phil, the pastor of the first church I went to when I became a Christian. What a powerful example that humble man has been in my life. My good friend James and, and several others. And these are people who have acted as, well, as signposts in my life, keeping me on track to use the gifting that God's entrusted to me. Are any of those people perfect? Of, co- of course they're not. And yet God has used them mightily in my life To tell you the truth, I wouldn't be here with you had he not put them along my path because I'm sure I would have wandered off in completely the wrong direction because that's what we do, isn't it? And the second thing, the second thing that God calls us to use powerfully to stay on course is his word, the word of God. As for you, says Paul to Timothy, continue in what you've learned and firmly believe, knowing from whom you've learned it, and how from childhood you have known the sacred writings that are able to instruct you for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is inspired by God, is useful for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that everyone who belongs to God may be proficient and equipped for every good work. So, so many people imagine that they can follow Jesus without reading his word, the Bible, for themselves. And I'm sorry if you're one of those people who subscribes to that school, but it is just plain wrong. God has gone to an enormous amount of trouble to preserve with an unparalleled degree of accuracy the 66 books of the Old and New Testaments. 
so that you and I will what? Use them as a doorstop or an ornament on a bookshelf? No, so that you and I will open them up and read them and allow God to transform our lives through his wisdom and his counsel and his truth. We need wisdom from above, and it comes to us when we drink it in from God's Word, the Bible, and it comes to us as it's reflected off other godly men and women right into the dark patch that we may be in right at the moment. My friend, as I often say, you cannot make it even through kindergarten on a 20 or 30 minute teaching session once a week, so why do we Christians imagine that we can make it through life based on one short sermon every Sunday? Because we can't. The Lord our God is so passionate about seeing us rekindle the gift that he's placed within each one of us. So passionate. He knows about the adversity. He knows about the temptation for us to turn back and give up. And so he's given us signposts, godly men and women. And above all, he's given us his word to keep us on his path so that everyone who belongs to God may be proficient, equipped for every good work. Social media is a great way to stay connected to your friends and the world around you. And we'd like to invite you to be part of the Christianity Works community. The Christianity Works community is full of daily thoughts and devotions and inspirations. So no matter what kind of day you're having, you can be encouraged. If you're on Facebook, search for the Christianity Works page and like us. When you do, you'll see some encouragement from your friends and community at Christianity Works, including free booklet downloads from time to time. But more than that, it's a library of thoughts and verses that you can share with your friends and family. So we'll be sharing God's Word together. It's a great way to share the good news of Jesus amongst all the chaos. Amen. So, like Christianity Works on Facebook, be encouraged and blessed, and share some of that with your friends as well. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.